Hi everyone, I'm trying something a little new. This isn't quite a podcast yet. I'm sure we'll get there eventually. Um, but yeah, this is, I'm just going to be reading my, um, what do you call it, like college entrance essay. It's called Ode to the Airport and it has nothing to do with any sort of hardship that I went through because I didn't go through any hardship before I came to college and I had no substance other than my interests at the time. So this is a reflection of that. Um, I think I revised it in like 2019, so I'm reading that version, but I submitted it in 2018 when I was 18, or I guess I was 17 at the time, but anyway, Ode to the Airport. If it weren't for her surely feminine features, I would have mistaken this foreign woman for Usain Bolt dashing across the finish line of a race. When I was around five years old, a woman with the stature of a strong athlete raced past me so hurriedly that she toppled over my door the explorer miniature suitcase and smacked hard onto the cold, concrete floor of the airport, her luggage flung all over the airline gate. This commotion startled me so horribly that, as a five-year-old, I had no other option than to burst into tears and start hyperventilating. In that moment, I was alone, staring at a terminal map, looking for, her, for a Hudson News, and, if, and it was the first time I really felt my body immersed in a space. I was part of the world that spun around. Contrary to this incident, the airport is now one of my few, one of the few places I feel happiest in the world. Before that moment, I believed the world revolved around me, as any five-year-old does, and soon after I was able to use this experience to admire people for their stamina and determination. And people-watching was added to the top of my hobby list. As the woman peeled herself off the tile and muttered some jumble of words in an unusual accent to me, she gathered her scattered belongings and ran off into the long airport walkway she was heading towards. It was the last I saw of her. I often wonder where she is today, whether she got to where she needed to be, whether she suffered any injuries, or whether she might ever think about me, the five-year-old she traumatized. I do that a lot. I think about a person, one who, might, who I might not even know the name of, long after I've had a confrontation or incident with them. It's just a small and seemingly forgettable part of life that doesn't seem to impact you greatly, but is still a little supplement to your, or at least my, girlhood. Although this moment altered my relationship with the airport, it did not cripple it. Rather, it forced me to open my eyes and understand the bigger picture. Other people exist in the world, just like me. They have thoughts that run rampant in their heads. They have people and families they love, and in this case, they have important places to be. Not to mention, this moment also made me realize that people watching was one of my favorite hobbies. It's a great method to jolt you back into reality if you're ever falling if you're ever feeling dissociative, it revealed to me that the airport has something great to offer everyone. Therefore, I saw, or thereafter, I saw the airport as a terminal for emotions. It's where people run to get away from their problems or sometimes run towards new ones, where people greet their loved ones or where they leave them behind, where people meet strangers and can become friends. Every time I set foot in an airport, my heart flutters to the top of my chest because it feels like I'm there for something. It's like butterflies. I'm searching to gather my own emotions. I am nervous and excited at the same time. The anticipation of knowing that I have new adventures and family reunions ahead of me is exciting. Upon entering LAX, my local airport, the first thing someone may notice are the massive beams of light that strike into the sky. The color changes systematically inside the transparent pylons, creating the most magical spectrum of spectacular pastel hues. The lights of LAX could be an interesting topic to delve into. For the sake of this essay, I'll keep it short. Just because 
Just before takeoff, the runway lines light up with a breathtaking glow. The way light surrounds a room is an easily bypassed element that seems to be lost upon people. Think about that. Think about the harsh, cold light of an interrogation room and how uncomfortable it may make you feel versus the tender, warm light of a reading lamp in a library being more sentimental. The way these LED beanstalks and runway lights made me feel was more like that library lamp, nostalgic and emotional. Likewise, the array of delectables in LAX knows no bounds, including the fresh coffee and tea kiosks that flood every terminal. And if you think about it, it's very strange how reliant people are on a substance that tells their body to keep moving. But I guess that's what drugs are. No one likes airplane food, I won't argue that. But airport food? Incredible. I'll tell you now, whoever invented airports had to be a mastermind of capitalism and consumerism in America, because they've definitely got me. After you've sat, packed in a sardine, Packed like a sardine for some five or whatever hours, the pilot voicing over the monitor, ladies and gentlemen, we will be landing momentarily, is just what you want to hear when you're itching to move about the cabin, or at least stand up after sitting for so long. When I hear the aircraft's landing wheels unfold from the bottom of the plane and the engine come to a quick whir, it makes my body race with adrenaline, wondering if this will be a turbulent or a smooth landing. Will the elderly people around applaud for the pilot for doing his job? Stay tuned. A bit of a tangent, but one piece of sage advice I received from my father was to never applaud a fish for swimming. I hope that comes in handy to you in the future. There's not a more invigorating feeling to me other than knowing that, soon enough, I'll be in a new airport, waiting for a new busybody to topple over me. Once your flight is coming to an end and the plane is descended, not only are you in an entirely new airport that's just waiting to be explored, but this unfamiliar and different land has a smell that becomes an additive trigger to my, mem to my memories. The moment you step foot onto that walkway off the plane, it feels like all the moisture and nutrients have been stripped from the air. It's just you and the memory of this random newfound smell, plus your dry skin and dire need for some lotion. Hereafter, the airport remains a place I am happy, hopeful, and heedful. Remembering the places that are formative to you are important. Applying my senses and keen observational eye now allows me to trigger serotonin whenever I am within airport bounds. the end it's about like a thousand words or so um yeah that's it um i don't really have anything else i'm gonna transcribe this into the body copy so you can follow along but i don't know if i i like this essay i think it's funny or not funny i guess i think it's fun i reading it now i haven't read this actually in so long but reading it now makes me think that i could add a lot to it you know and i never included anything about those like flat escalators that they have, you know, those, like, runway things. They're so much fun. I should definitely have said something about that. Um, yeah, I was, like, 19 when I wrote this, but I still love airports, guys. It's hasn't changed. Um, I'm trying to think. The next time I'll be in an airport will be this summer in May when I am to go to Denmark to retain my citizenship for three whole months and I am sure I'll have some connecting flights so I'll get to see more than just one airport lucky me all right that's all